0: hello and welcome to episode 124 of the game train podcast i'm Callan davison your host uh this evening we have no kyle the lyrical smith he is off on assignment playing afl 23 he's very excited to play as uh the Gold Coast Suns there, uh, being a Queensland boy and all that. Instead, uh, I'm joined by uh, Dopey Dill. Dylan, how are you? Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Uh, are you a bit surprised about Carl running off and playing some AFL this weekend? Oh,
1: that's his favourite sport, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he was very, very excited, looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, he's off uh, yeah, kicking a ball around somewhere, so having a great old time. Um, instead, no, we've got Dylan here as a guest host, so thank you for joining us again here, Dylan. Uh, you did a, one good. a few weeks ago, like a, you filled in for me, so now you're filling in for Carl. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, alright, so uh, on this episode we're going to actually look at AFL 23 as well, we're going to have a discussion on that. Uh, we're going to uh, talk some Redfall, we're reviewing uh, Jedi Survivor, the new Star Wars game that just recently came out. Uh, and of course the uh, our lame love and hype trains. But uh, before all that we're going to roll into the news. Right, so uh, smashing through the news. Here we go. The big one. The sad news happened, Dylan. Silk Song. Delayed. Silk Song delayed.
1: Yep. I mean, we all could have seen it coming.
0: Look, I I was still hoping for the miracle of the Shadow Drop at the Xbox Showcase. I'm just still hoping great...
1: there's still part of me that hopes.
0: <laughs> could you imagine though, just the grandiose Shadow Drop? Just oh. uh, it, w- it would have been a Shadow Drop of all Shadow Drops. It's been delayed now, because we're so close to the middle of the year, which they said it was... Because a, a year ago, at the last Xbox showcase, they said everything shown here will be out in the next 12 months. That hasn't happened. Uh, we've had Starfield delayed. We've had now um, uh, Silk Song delayed. What I was getting a little worried, though, with how close we are rapidly getting to that middle of the year, um, I'm looking at... We've got Zelda coming out tomorrow. We've got... Um, we've got Street Fighter, Diablo, and Final Fantasy 16 all in June. Like, that's, where would, Silk, where would Silk Song fit? Like, it's packed. For, for me personally, it I wouldn't have had it any time. So, um, it's a good thing, but it's a sad thing. Like, I didn't want to see another delay. We've waited. The, this has been in development longer than the original Hollow Knight now.
1: It's how long, how long has it
0: been? Five years? Uh,. Five years, years. yeah, and I think Hollow Knight was done in four, four and a half.
1: I mean, I'm still excited, and they're just pouring, I'm sure they're pouring everything into it.
0: Oh, yeah, look, they they want the game to be absolutely perfect, and I want it to be an absolutely perfect game as well. Like, if it didn't live up to Hollow Knight expectations, I think people would be quite sad, but if it, um, you know, meets or surpasses those expectations... Again, we might have another rogue game of the year coming up here, like one that just Silk Song just comes in, steps in, takes the game of the year. Like it's very possible.
1: Uh, with the, all the other games this year, it would be it would be crazy if that happened.
0: Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like I guess they're just testing, testing, testing. Like, I, I assume the actual game is playable from start to finish and has been for some time. I I'm thinking they're just getting every single bug out of that game they can.
1: Every bug um, fleshing out, yeah. All the mechanics, probably.
0: Yeah, because if they were adding any more content in, I'd be probably getting a little worried at the moment on how big the game then would be. But um, yeah, so Silk Song, we'll let you know when it comes out. Hopefully, the Shadow Drop Dream still happens, but if <laughs> not, if not, look, I could see an August or September release, maybe. Yeah,
1: October for me. I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. mean. Uh, I would actually personally really like August, so it would line up with our indie centric episode of the year. It'd oh, be that. really freaking handy. <laughs> Carl That'd wouldn't like Carl wouldn't like it because he'd have to play Silk Song. Well, he'd say he played it, but you know, we know what he. No, anyway. Um, uh, in other in other gaming news, uh, Mortal Kombat uh, put up a teaser of a clock earlier. Um, that we, kn- we knew a new Mortal Kombat game was coming. They put up this teaser. That was uh, going around the um, our um, minute, a broken hour clock or whatever. Broken clock gets to 11, and then it jumps to one, and everyone's like, "Oh, what does this mean?" Well, it's just been leaked now that it looks like it's a remake, reboot, reimagining of of Mortal Kombat One. It's just called Mortal Kombat One. We're we're back at the start again.
1: Which happened, I think, somewhere around Mortal Kombat Seven
0: or Eight. <laughs> Yeah, we've done this before, so I don't know how I feel about this news, actually. Um, How do you feel about doing the story of Mortal Kombat again?
1: I mean, if they change things up and the story is different, I'm down. But if they just sort of repeat the same sort of thing, the same sort of characters, then...
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm going to play it regardless.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. It's still my favourite type of fighting game. It's going
1: to be an awesome fighting game. And man, fight, if you're a fighting game fan, you're eating this year.
0: Oh, oh, it's like, what I love, like, you know, we, we spoke about the game of the year before, but then we'll have, like, the big showdown for Indie of the Year as well, which would be interesting, but then, you've also then got fighting game of the year, like, what's going to take it out, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, or Tekken?
1: It's, it's crazy, because at the Game Awards this year, you're going to have the, the fighting category, and... It's going to be the like one of the most important categories of the show.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's good to see. It's good to see. It doesn't happen very often. Um, and it's not very often they all launch in the same calendar year as each other. So, uh, yeah, made a best fighting game win on that Indeed. one. Indeed. Um, and then um, our last bit of news here. Oh, actually, on that Mortal Kombat news, well, I'll keep going through. Um, they also announced that, this leak announced that. Um, It will become the PC, PS5, Xbox Series, and Nintendo Switch. So all current gen consoles and Nintendo Switch. None of last gen, except for the Switch. Which... So, I don't... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Which is interesting, considering
1: it's coming to the Switch. It's not really... If you're you're excluding last gen, but then putting it on the Switch, then you might as well put it on last gen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because if it can run on
1: the Switch, it can run on last gen consoles.
0: So. Again, yep, 100%. Um, but yeah, um, the other info we got is there's going to be a standard, premium, and the collector's edition. Of course, collector's is spelt with a K. Because Very Mortal not. Kombat. Uh, and in the last bit of the tweet of the leak says an announcement should be close. Well, we gathered that when we saw the clock. That would get an announcement pretty soon anyway. The
1: PlayStation Showcase?
0: Well, there's a rumour going we're going to get a PlayStation Showcase... In the last week of May.
1: Yeah, somewhere between the twenty-fifth and the end of May, right? Is what I was was what I heard.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's not long because you'd assume they'd announce it real soon if it's going to happen. It's been two years since we've had a proper PlayStation showcase as well. They're going to be cooking pl- stuff. It's oh, going to be great. Yeah, well, we've had we've had a lot of state of plays, and the only other thing we know that is properly coming out at the moment is Spider Man two, which we still haven't seen any gameplay for. We know Wolverine's in development. We know Last of Us Factions is in development. Again, no gameplay on either of those. So Oh and Death Stranding too as well. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, I always forget that for some reason. No no I
1: I would still yeah, hope that's 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 next year for sure though, right?
0: It still could be this year.
1: Could it? Can you imagine? That would well, be. Un-
0: well, that's what Kojima's been doing since one, and that was what 2018.
1: Yeah, true. It would be, and it's the same engine.
0: Same engine.
1: A lot of the is assets. Re- already a real there a
0: chance we could even see Death Stranding two this year?
1: Oh, <laughs> if that released this year, I would, this would this would be the greatest year of games.
0: Oh, it, it, if if we got Death Stranding two, Silk Song. Um, as well as, of course, the others coming to Final Fantasy sixteen, Spider-Man 2, Starfield, uh, Diablo, Zelda tomorrow as well. I, it, it becomes one of those golden years. Like, uh, 98 is uh, classed as one of those golden years. I think um, 2004 was another one. So, that was, like, the year of Half-Life 2, World of Warcraft. Um, like, just absolutely, you know... Um, you know, the... the all time greats, um, so I'm, last... thinking, I'm thinking we might have another golden year this year. Like the last one was... we had was 2017. 17, I'd say, where we had what? Uh, Zelda, Persona Five, um, Horizon. We had oh um, uh, god, oh we had, Assassin's Creed got rebooted like into that, you know, that different style with um, Origins.
1: Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, the...
0: Yeah. Yeah, More RPG,
1: like, Assassin's Creed style.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it, it definitely this could turn into one of those. But yeah, the Sony Showcase, um, should be absolutely stacked. Um, the rumor as well, another hot rumor is the Metal Gear Solid, three remake will be shown there. Oh yes, yeah.
1: and uh, from I thought that was Blue Point for a while, and apparently it's not.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure, and I'm not sure why they're going with three first. Maybe because... I
1: mean, my favourite, and many people's.
0: If three is one of the best ever, but I, I almost felt like I wanted one a little more.
1: At least start from...
0: But yeah. then they could be just going, oh, we'll start with three, and then we're going to go one. But then, I don't know, some of the story beats just don't hit as hard if you play three first. Yeah, true. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I have no idea on that one, um, but yeah, so that could that could be shown in the showcase, um, I reckon we'd see what Sucker Punch are up to, they've not done anything since Ooh. Ghost of Tsushima?
1: I, are we, I'm pretty sure they said Ghost of Tsushima 2 will happen, so, now, what would, we have they started a teaser? That,
0: would they start that straight away, or do you reckon they could have gone and done, what was their superhero game, Infamous?
1: Infamous? Well, yeah. Do you reckon they bring back Infamous? could work I mean with everything they've learnt from Tsushima and you never know
0: yeah that could be fun a Um, reboot yeah Uh, what else Um, can't see anything from um, God of War guys or anything like that yet unless
1: DLC a teaser Um, for DLC I don't know
0: maybe yeah some DLC or something like that Um, Spider-Man 2 would have to be the biggie that like, that will
1: be either the start or the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. Big blowout there on Spider-Man 2. It has to be. It's gonna be. they will be everything. That
1: will be gate. will be a full gameplay trailer release date. That will be. Yeah.
0: yeah, that'll be. Uh, that'll be huge. And then I think we'll see a bunch of PSVR 2 stuff. Um, oh yeah, of course. Things like, things like that. and maybe even like a PS5 Slim.
1: Because Resident Evil Village got its VR recently, and I think they've said Resident the Resident Evil 4 remake will have VR in PlayStation. Yes. Yeah, too. So maybe we'll see a bit of that.
0: Yeah, unless it's Hell, too would, soon. Could would it be too soon to see a Resi nine teaser? Oh, yet?
1: true. Because I think I, that's
0: the next Resi game we're getting.
1: I, I think nine would be the next one.
0: Yeah. As much as I want Code Veronica, I think we get nine next.
1: Yeah, no, it'd be nine because it seems to be the the trend where they do a new game. We had seven, then we had the two remake. No. Uh, two remake and then seven. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, and then three. No, it, went, it went seven because I remember we um, I played seven just before I started the podcast, like years ago. Okay, um, yep. And then and I remember two being announced when we we're doing the podcast. Um, so yeah, it went 7-2 village, four. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I think. Yeah, that makes I think sense. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. Anyway, I guess we'll get nine, and then. Maybe code Veronica. Or I really want go, code Veronica. Oh, they're just gonna screw us and redo five. I don't know. God, if, we, I don't, oh, oh. if you're gonna do
1: five, <laughs> I think they should go back and give the love to one. I know one got remade,
0: well, but it wasn't uh,
1: one of the big full, full do overs that they did for two, three, and yeah. four.
0: I'd be happy with one, and if they made it like the Wesker trilogy, you get one Veronica, then five.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing.
0: You know, um, and then. Yeah, because we've kind of gotten the Leon trilogy, or well, the the Leon games here, you know, that, that sort of era of, I guess, 2 and 4. It wasn't in 3, but I don't know. Um, but, oh yeah, sorry, the other bit of news, the other bit of news. System Shock, which everyone seems to forget about, is is getting a remake. The game's gone gold, it's coming out May 30th.
1: Oh wow, I completely forgot about that. I remember that yeah. being announced ages ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's slid under the radar, but um, it's just gone gold. 30 for May, it's coming out. They just dated it. They went, oh, yeah, we've gone gold in uh, May 30. People like it's just, again, it's still slipping under the radar. Though. No one's really talking about it, so. It's had, like, no marketing either. No, no. It was, I, I don't know how it will sell. I feel it would still sell well. Like, I mean, it,
1: the loyal fans will, it's already given for them.
0: Yeah. Oh, the, the other thing we could actually see at the PlayStation Showcase, New Bioshock. That was announced they were working on New Bioshock a couple of years oh, ago. We have not seen a frame of it yet. We have not seen anything. I could see that at a Sony event. That would be huge. Um, and uh, I guess the other crazy thing is, what would actually turn this into a golden year for me if we got Final Fantasy 2... Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy Remake 7 Part 2? I don't know. I, Maybe? I don't know if I could... Ha- um, like people are like, Oh, because we're already getting 16, they'll push this it back into next year. I think that's what's gonna happen, but
1: I mean, we're getting 16, yeah. Although, we, we get have you seen the Pixel remasters?
0: Yes, yeah, they've all dropped as well, so yeah, yeah, it's a lot of Final Fantasy, anyway. Uh, that's the news. <laughs> All right, onto the games we've been playing, but also the expos we've been visiting again. That's right. I, I ended up going to another gaming expo down here in Melbourne. Um, uh, though we, we, you know, last month we had the um, uh, Game Expo, and then in April, uh, DreamHack was back in Melbourne. So DreamHack, for those that don't know, is run by ESL um, here in Australia, and it's pretty much a big uh, esports event, which is. Uh, for those that don't know what esports are, for whatever reason, it's pretty much competitive gaming at the highest level. There's a whole bunch of different games that people play competitively. Um, and, yeah, so it was a big um, expo based around, around that. So they had it down at the, um, the tennis centre here around Rod Laver Arena, Margaret Court Arena, etc., cetera. Um, and they turned the... Um, uh, yeah, the tennis centres are into big stages where people are playing, like, Counter-Strike and etc. and stuff on stage. Um, it was here last year as well, and they've brought it back again this year. It was actually quite later last year. I think it was around September last year? August, September? I don't know, it was, it was definitely later in the year, um... That's why I felt like it's come around so soon. So another big feature is they have a big LAN party as well. So a lot of people bring their own computers and sit in there all night playing games, etc. Uh, they have DJs and music events there as well. Um, there is also an expo area, like a small expo area, uh, mostly PC stuff. Because uh, Intel, I think, is one of the main sponsors there. Uh, they, um, Gosh, you should have seen some of the PCs in there, Dylan. Holy shit. Like, just big rigs. I mean, big rigs in that they're worth over $10,000. Yeah, sounds about right. And they weighed over 20 kilos and required two people to carry around oh safely.
1: God. Were they like the big custom builds? Like, the really cool.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. But, like, with all the high-tech and stuff in there, like, you know, yeah, GeForce um, uh, 4 series and stuff in there. Which, seeing those uh, graphics cards in-, in person, they are big. They are huge. They are stupid big. Um, but yeah, just some of the custom designs that they had set up there and you're looking at it and you're like, price tag, $10,000. like, oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> if you had
1: the money, 100%.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, and then they had oh, some of the monitors there as well. Giant curved monitors that just, like, looking at my three monitors on my desk now, it'd be like those three joined into one gigantic curved monitor. Like, like the big, big Samsung um, yeah, I don't know if these were Samsung ones. I um Seuss had a bunch I can't remember um the exact brand I was looking at of it, but it was big. I and I was playing a game and I went, you know what? As a big curve monster, I can't actually do this. I'm not enjoying seeing yeah. it all on that big screen. You have like to actually curve turn your head. Yeah, yeah. I, I and look, I get some people love it. Um, it's not for me I prefer it on the, on the one screen in front of me but it, it actually reminded me of um, seeing that monitor remind me of the Diablo 4 beta and there was an issue in the beta with the um, sorceress's teleport and the Barbarian's leap now you can move your mouse to where you land but on the big curved screen you could see technically screens across so you could move your mouse all the way over there hit the button and just teleport or leap for miles they have fixed it now but it was a bug in the beta that if you had one of those gigantic um, lengthways screens and that you could see so much of the screen you could click and just teleport way over there and for PvP in the full game that would have been absolutely busted
1: Jesus yeah true
0: <laughs> it would have been be able to a zap someone just jump screens around and you're like oh I can't catch them now it's like what um, people do
1: with those monitors with like FIFA like so you can see the whole pitch
0: Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, well, someone's saying um, they had one set up once that they could see the whole League of Legends field in one oh, yeah
1: Oh, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Again, busted. Like, just ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, uh, back to DreamHack, though. Um, yeah, they had this, yeah, uh, big expo area. They had uh, streamers and creators uh, doing little uh, workshops with people. Like, they would a book a time, and you could go up there and see your favourite creator, and they'd be like, hey, this is what streaming's all about, yo show you how to set up a stream or answer any questions and that and It it's kind of cool seeing them like like parents and that going oh you know my son's interested in this and they're like oh yeah this is how they get into it or whatever you know kind of interesting seeing all that um they had just streamers streaming as well um throughout the day in there um they also had a student's day on the friday so schools were taking their kids there as an excursion that's ins- Why? What? what i know <laughs> take, take me back yeah, where's exactly. the
1: excursion like, at school?
0: I'm like, well, we got taken to the Museum and Science Centre when I was in school. Where's, I mean, where's some of our... those
1: were cool. Yeah. I remember well, getting taken to a music studio for an excursion. That was fun. Yeah. But where's yeah? Where's the gaming expos? Yeah, where,
0: where's the gaming expos? But yeah, they legit had um, a student down the Friday, um, so they had panels... Based around that in terms of like internet safety, um, getting started in content creation, and all these different things, which is really cool for the students, I felt. It's, it legit. It legitimises it so much if your school takes you there, which is a big thing. It's um, Yeah, which is very, very cool. Um, they also had a cosplay event there as well, uh, which was very cool to see. It seems they went a lot more community-focused, I think, this year, rather than last time, where it was just more like esports. This time they went, alright, let's branch channel a little, let's do other things like a a cosplay competition. So they had oh, it was incredible as well. Like they won thousands of dollars, these cosplayers. Just again, it blew me away. I look I was looking at these um costumes and I'm like that's ridiculous. Like one was um Crucible Knight from uh Elden Ring. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Cru- Crucible yeah, so Knight's it, huge. He he came he came third. So he didn't even win, as that like Who that wasn't happened. good. Um, I don't know what the character was from. I like a lot of that time you sit there and watch a cosplay thing. You're like, I don't know what the hell that is. Um, the other really cool one was I saw my first Lilith cosplay in person. Uh, Lilith being the uh, bad guy from Diablo Four. Bad. Yes, lady. of course. Uh, so I think Lilith's going to be quite a popular cosplay later on in the year at PAX. We're going
1: to see, we're going to see heaps at PAX.
0: Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I saw my first Lilith one. Uh, uh, she didn't win, but, uh, like the design of her head and the horns and all that looked amazing. And I'm like, wow, we're going to see some very cool ones with especially like the big wings and shit. And it's also it's to look... see
1: that they have these shows for cosplayers because they spend so much time
0: oh, working on these yeah.
1: costumes, obviously. And so much, so many hours get put into it and so much money.
0: Well, I think third place was like two and a half grand. They oh, my that. God. I think first place was like five, five grand, I think. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they had that. They had also Artist Alley there, something that PAX doesn't have. Um, again, they had artist, artist Alley at the Game Expo, which is like the big area where you go and um, artists are legit selling their art. I don't know why they don't have this at PAX. Uh, it's very, very strange. It's something they really do need. I think it's all based around the cost of being able to set up a stall and stuff there, um, but again, they, they've got to they've got to do better with this packs. It's one of the key ingredients they are missing. Um, yeah, I would yeah, love to but, see
1: artists, Ali included.
0: Yep, yep. And this was great. Again, so many different types of art and stuff. There was so much good stuff. Um, again, I'm like, I can't buy anything because I want to keep buying things. Uh, There's a lot of Demon Slayer art there, which was really,
1: really good. Like,
0: really good. I was like, oh, just pointing out different stuff. And I'm like, no, I've got to put the wallet away. Um, (laughs) There was some... Just one guy done up all these, like, Sonic and Knuckles and all these sort of characters done up in this, like... Looking like almost like um, Japanese art style. Like, very... um, Oh, God, I can't even explain what it's like. It was, like, on this, like, sort of brown paper... Sort of thing, very sort of basic sort of drawings, but just the way it was done was like really, really freaking cool. Yeah, I know uh, what
1: you. Yeah, I know the. I know what you're thinking of. I, mm. I just can't remember the name of it.
0: But yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty much yeah. A few days I did there at DreamHack. Spent a couple of days there. It was great. They put on a great event. I can't wait to see it back again next year. And what they, what else do they do? Um, oh, they had this archery game outside, like with like soft archery things that you like. Two teams oh. of five, and they're gonna you gotta stay on each side of the court. But there's like obstacles in the middle that you can hide behind. You gotta like shoot your position.
1: Well, That sounds interesting. I thought you said archery for a second. No, no, no. Say... Uh, archery. Archery. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, sh- shooting arrows e- at each other, which was really cool. Uh, monster Energy drink had a big presence there. I think they were one of the major sponsors. They were giving away free Monster Energy drinks. That's I'm always like, good. I'm like. Where's the free water? <laughs> I mean, uh, that's actually true. Yeah, uh, are that, tiring. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's always interesting. It's like wow. And so uh, someone I saw there, and they're like, yeah, I had five cans of Monster today. I'm like, your heart's going to die. Um, but yeah, great great event. Um, well done the Melbourne government for bringing this to Melbourne. This is one that Sydney could have easily and probably in a lot of ways should have gotten. Because um, I know they had a, another big eSports event up in Sydney the other year, but I think that's all merged into DreamHack in Australia now. Uh, but I really think Sydney has missed out on this one here, but well done to the Melbourne government or Creative Victoria, uh, whoever's putting the money out there for this. Um, well done because, uh, yeah, they brought just another great thing to the, to the city. As I said, I, I feel like Sydney missed out on one there because, okay, they've got South by Southwest coming up later in the year, but that is a very—it's not a consumer expo, as such, at South by Southwest. It's way more tech, uh, isn't it? As well, well it's a—it's a thousand dollars for a ticket for starters. Oh my god, what? Yeah, but it goes for a week. Oh, okay. But it, but it's spread all across the city. Um, and they have music, and they have gaming, and they have tech, and sports, and it's—it's it's, its own thing, but it. Definitely feels more industry-based than consumer-based like a, like a PAX does. But, you know, Melbourne's got the Game Expo, PAX, DreamHack, right? So they only do one show. Like, hey, we also have Supernova, Oz Comic Con, but they go around the country. So Mel- Melbourne's got a lot down here while Sydney gets South by Southwest. Yeah, true. Sydney's sort of missing out. Uh, there is a pop culture thing popping up in Perth soon, though. There is? Yes, because I saw a creator posting about it the other day. Um, I meant to tell you about that actually. Um, I forgot what it's called now, but yeah, there's a bunch of streamers. You're gonna now. have to have a look at f- this. You, go, you should go along. Like, just go along, meet some people, hang out.
1: Yeah, it's I didn't a, know about this. You know, so I'm to have to yeah, have a look.
0: Yeah. Um, I I'd fully recommend it. Like, that I I went to Game Expo and DreamHack on my own, ended up bumping into people I know and just hung out with them the whole time. It Was great. So and it met a whole, whole heap of new people doing that too. So that's why
1: expos are awesome. Even if you feel like overwhelmed, like going into the floor, you can always hang out with like people you know.
0: Yep, yep. the the only The only bad thing I think, and I don't know if you've been out there when you've been in Melbourne much, um, to the tennis area. There's no bars or anything around there. You have to go into Richmond, which is next door, really. Like Richmond's very close. Yeah, but I think I remember. The, Unlike PAX, which is at the um, convention center and you got the promenade there of all the bars and restaurants and things, that's what um, DreamHack didn't have. That's right. The bad thing about DreamHack is the price for um, a little thing of chips and oh, well, um, oh, no. some fish and a bottle of water. It cost me $21. What?
1: That's more yeah. than like football stadiums.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my God.
0: Um, that's what's so good about packs so you got the promenade there, you got so many much more variety. That promenade um, was dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it was packs. good though. Um anyway, we should keep moving on. But that was DreamHack. We'll be back probably next year. You uh if you're an esports fan or a creator or anything like that, go along. It's fantastic. Um, great three days worth. You don't have to spend all three days there. I did I did two. Um enjoyed myself. We'll definitely go back. Uh thanks to DreamHack for having me as well. Uh do appreciate it. Um, all right. Uh, also, we should talk games as, as well now. So, uh, let's talk about... Which busted mess do you want to talk about first? Redfall or AFL? We've got two uh, of them here. Redfall. Okay, Redfall. It's the so big release, had, right? Yeah, we've had a few busted releases come out. We've had the uh, Microsoft's exclusive, Xbox exclusive, uh, Redfall, which has uh, been hyped up for a while. I think they've been... Promoing it for 12, 18 months now. A little while now. Uh, it's a four-player co-op game in the style of Left 4 Dead. Players are uh, one of four heroes of all unique moves. Fighting vampires, pretty much, in this town called Redfall. Um, kind of a, you know, cool premise around it, etc. Execution-wise, it missed it missed miss a lot here. Um, this was a big miss for Xbox. This... Like, their big release this year is going to be Starf- um, Starfield, right? But this could have been a great build-up into Starfield to get people more hype into Xbox, Game Pass, etc. Instead, it's done the opposite. It's gotten horrible release st- scores across the map because of the, a, boring, not very exciting gameplay. Um, uh, there's no cutscenes or anything. It's all steel-based cutscenes. Buggy mess. Horrible textures, bad frame rate.
1: Xbox desperately needed a win, and this wasn't it.
0: This was not it. This was what Xbox had been hyping up for a while. Uh, Complete opposite to what we got with Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush came out of nowhere. Amazing game. Got people very hyped up again for Game Pass, Xbox, all these things. I feel like this just lost that goodwill. Took that goodwill away. We just lost it in one fast swoop, which was real sad. Um, So, yeah, it's a first-person shooter. You cruise around. You do these story missions up to four players. Now, the amount of bugs where I saw players go through the ground, my player went through the ground. You can run around the other side of cars. The the vampires won't chase you. They'll stand on the other side of the car and just kind of look at you. Um, Or if you move diagonally left of every vampire, they can't hurt you. Oh my god. Because they will go to your right and they will go around you every single time.
1: That's broken.
0: It is broken. Uh, just dumb things like that. Um, the gun variety, pistols, shotguns, assault rifles. There's a stake launcher, which is kind of cool. Like killing <laughs> the vampires is kind of cool because you actually have to stake them. You know, the the, the wooden stake. So you attach stakes to guns and you use that will shoot them to stake launcher. Or uh, you've got a UV gun, which is kind of cool as well, against uh, vampires that don't like daylight. Um, oh, that's all fun. These, all these sorts of things. So there's some... In- look, you, you look at it and you're like, right. Arcane, which have done great games in the past, they're a developer. Vampires, multiplayer, you know, it's like, wow, there was a recipe there of something really, really cool. Uh, unfortunately, the dish didn't turn out... Right, undercooked. Uh, it undercooked, probably, is the,
1: undercooked is the perfect word for it.
0: Yep. It probably needed another 12 months in the oven.
1: Like, I'm sure that game will be good six months from now or 12 months from now.
0: Well, yeah, looking at the scores, and it's getting sixes and fours and all this. Funnily enough, Sea of Thieves, when it launched, got sevens. And look at it now. It's, and now it's, well, it's one of the an outstanding experience. Games. Yep. One, one of the best games, because they kept at it, kept working on it. I hope they don't give up on this, because people are like, oh, Arkane should just walk away, work on the next title. They're probably already working on the next title, but I think Xbox will still try and salvage this one.
1: Oh, for sure, because they need it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the gaming industry is filled with good stories of games coming back from the dev. Like, look at No Man's Sky. Look at Fallout 76. These games were complete, utter messes on launch. Now they've got communities, people still play them, there's always content being added. Um, Well, then you've also got others like Anthem that EA just walked away and just let die.
1: Oh, yeah, Anthem. That was a mess.
0: Carl and I. Anthem
1: and uh, The Avengers is another one that just got abandoned. I mean, they tried for a while with The Avengers, but they just gave up after a while, I think.
0: Carl and I still talk about Anthem and the fun we had with that.
1: Oh, the actual, like, gameplay was awesome. The, oh, yeah. The flying around and everything, the, the characters you controlled, and the abilities you used.
0: Yeah. I almost feel if Anthem had come out today, it would have almost gotten a better reception than it did all those years ago. Oh, definitely. I, I don't know why. It just feels like it. maybe it just launched at the wrong time. May Because may, I felt like EA still had the EA tax going. Where yeah. it's EA, we're gonna deduct two from you straight away.
1: Yeah, that and EA have EA are a lot different now than they were then. Mm-hmm. They've been they seem they seemingly have like turned it around almost
0: from like the a lot of
1: single player games yeah. and like
0: yeah, I think EA are actually in a really good spot. They've done great with Apex. Um, we're going to be talking about their Star Wars game real soon. Uh, they've got Skate Four on the way, which is going to be free to play, supposedly.
1: That's in- wow.
0: So, there, that. There, so there'll be a lot of cosmetics, like obviously clothes, yeah. boards and all that. And
1: no doubt a, a, a Battle Pass or sort Correct. of thing.
0: Yeah, but I'm like, okay, yep, yeah, go free to play with the new Skate Game. I'm like, I'm kind of okay with that. You know, like I would have bought it if it was a full release anyway. I'm like, ah, bugger it. I'll go, go have that and I'll hardly spend money on it. A battle Pass I'd buy. Um, I deck out my character with one set of clothes that I like to wear in skateboarding games and that's it I'm done cat board maybe <laughs> oh yeah um, that, right, that gets 50 bucks dropped straight on it if oh, that's if, they, it.
1: if they put that board in there yep
0: yep, yep no, so I don't anyway. have a board in real life now um <laughs> but uh, Redfall I hope it comes back like in a better way I had fun with it I played multiplayer the, like we were just having fun just dicking around doing dumb stuff like I was trying to blow up people. Like, you can't kill people on your team, but you can shoot barrels and they'll explode and hurt them. So we are doing all that to each other and just running around and it was a buggy mess, but we had fun with it at the same time. Like I walked away and went, that was absolute rubbish, but I had a lot of fun with it at the same time. Um, it's been getting absolutely hounded. The, now, another game that came out within the same bloody week. One that was... I don't know what, I think I'm more disappointed in this being an absolute mess. Yeah,
1: 100%. Although, my expectations were low to begin with.
0: Yes. So, uh, AFL 23, which is the... Uh, AFL is Australia's sport, football, etc. Dylan and I, are both fans, were sort of looking forward to the game. But you said low expectations. I had low expectations too. It's Australian made. They don't yep. have the backing of like EA or 2K or any of these big uh sport gaming companies that drop millions and millions the of the funding like, like look at fifa's budget look at nba 2k's budget like just yeah. oh my god you can't it, it's not even in the same ballpark you you take it away from that you go you'd, you'd never compare it to that you just don't it's unfair it's really unfair on afl you know and big ant to do that big ant fucked up though
1: oh 100 that game was not finished
0: Uh, No, no, it wasn't. So uh, the game came out and this is the stuff they've left out of the game on launch. They have fucked this up. You ready for this? This Stuff that we
1: were promised, by the way.
0: Yep. Training mode was left out. A Hall of Famer mode was left out. In-game statistics were left out. A tactics selection was left out. Custom difficulty sliders was left out. The state leagues was left out. Um, leaderboards was left was um, left out custom games were left out logo creator was left out guernsey creator was left out and pro team mode was left out
1: pro team is the big one too like they were hyping that up Mm -hmm. for weeks months
0: yep yep they've left out on launch so they launched the game didn't say a word that everyone's like where's all this and then they've gone oh we're sorry we apologize we'll uh start patching it in
1: and but this is
0: protein for already... those
1: that oh, didn't yeah. protein for those that don't know is if you've played fifa it's like ultimate team so basically you get cards and you build your team around that
0: yes yeah we you, you pay real money for these cards right
1: Uh, I'm not sure how they were going to do it but inside Ultimate Team you would you would buy packs with real money Mm
0: -hmm. or you can
1: get them through challenges in game and stuff like that but mainly you'd get them through real money
0: okay yeah and so then yeah each pack has six cards or whatever in it different players then you make your team you you choose the different players um, using those cards to make your team and and build and refine your team from there which is a really cool concept I think this will work really well with AFL it would, uh, and
1: it's because it's a bigger team as well. Unlike FIFA, which is only eleven, in AFL you have eighteen on the field, so you can have a way more variety in your team and different teams, different players.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I I really want to play this mode, and I hope Goodwill they give us a lot of free packs because they're going to have to now. Uh, Ooh, yep. they, they, don't so. wanna, they don't want to. They don't want to add that mode and go. All right, you don't get any freebies. It's now. $5 a pack of cards or whatever it is. Like, they'll they, they get burnt to the ground. So, Big Anna have really messed up here. Like, they did AFL live 10 years ago, I think. Then the AFL license went to Wicked Witch and they did AFL Evolution 1 and 2 and Big Anna got it back. I know their CEO, um, Ross, Ross Simmons, I think his name is, big AFL fan, big Carlton supporter, Began actually sponsor the Carlton women's team. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um. So this, the CEO of the company loves the sport. I I don't know what has happened. That, and so they left all this out. But then the game was also a broken mess. You could get oh. the ball at fullback and run and to full forward and just walk it. No one would tackle you. People would just part like the Red Sea and you just <laughs> stroll in and just kick a goal. People would stand
1: still in the middle of the field with players around them for like 40, 50 seconds before they would get tackled.
0: Yep. Um, they, the, the interchange bench would randomly appear on the field. Oh, uh, the coaches would look strange. They would the look like pl- completely would- different people. The coaches um, would be the
1: goal umpires. There was a, yeah, a Adam, photo of Adam Simpson as a Adam, goal umpire.
0: Adam Simpson, the goal umpire. Um, likenesses, like, what Big An have done in the past well is actually getting the likenesses of players down. They've got a lot of actually very good motion capture stuff um, that they bring generally all the players in, get all their, mo- you know, things taken. Some of these players don't even look at all like... like uh, Anthony McDonald, Tipping Woody, one of the most oh, yeah. recognisable cult AFL figures. Just, I looked at him in the game and was like, oh my God, what has happened?
1: I mean, he did come back late, right? He, he did, sort of, he resumed his career late.
0: He did He did come back late, correct, but he's still a Melbourne-based player. And honestly, I still could have gotten him in and done him up yeah. properly. Like, you know. I mean,
1: a yeah. few of them look really good.
0: Yeah, well... They're still, still adding, what, the drafties and all that in from the last yeah, draft, etc. So I don't see why they couldn't have. Anyway, hopefully we get a McDonald's Woody update eventually. <laughs> but they're slowly putting out patches at the moment. The game is slowly getting better. They've just added in, I think, the Guernsey creator or the Logo creator. Um, I think they've added online play in as well now. And uh, the actual gameplay is a lot better. The players are tackling. The
1: game feels way better playing it today than it did a week ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a week ago, it was bin material. It was absolute bin material. It was awful. Um, but how they launched in this state, and they already had the first delay. So they delayed it by several weeks, citing Microsoft has distribution issues. We're legally not allowed to sell this game because it's unfair on Microsoft. Then they announced a new date. Then they're like, Microsoft are having distribution issues in. We're just going to sell it now on the PlayStation and PC and Microsoft Xbox users. Sorry, because they don't have physical copies. We can't put it up on the digital for you um, until we get that. So um, you guys now have to wait until June.
1: I'm starting to believe Xbox saw the state the game was in and said, no, we can't release that.
0: But then why would Sony? Like, that's the most insane thing. Like, how did it get through Sony? I mean,
1: yeah, the quality control is obviously a different. And then. Maybe they have a different aspect of, like, allowing games through.
0: Well, the other insane thing is that they had a launch event a month ago now, maybe? Where they brought in a bunch of footballers, streamers in Melbourne, and all this. I didn't get an invite. Where's my invite (laughs) began? Yeah. Come on. Come on. It's Kellen's invite. Yeah, where is it? Where is it? I want to get on the. A Carlton supporter day. as well. I would have loved it there that night. Actually, hanging out with all the footballers and and having a beer and playing the game. But supposedly the build they played there that night was a better build than the release version. Yeah, so that's I what don't they know. Were I don't know what's happened between that launch night and the actual launch of the game. And if someone's gone, hmm, hmm did a folder I've got to uh, put out for everyone. And uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah. But then the game would have been getting printed then anyway. So. It makes no sense. Everything about it is just wild. Just absolutely nuts. I don't know.
1: The only logical conclusion I can think of is that a wrong build of the game is what got launched.
0: Yeah. But how do they... They would have had to have known, right? Yeah. You would think so. And then what, emergency patches, emergency patches, emergency patches, whole, like maybe they realised a couple of weeks ago and that's why they're delayed it even those extra couple of weeks. Citing the Xbox thing, going, oh, fuck. We're not, this is going to be broken for weeks. At least we can save ourselves two to three weeks, release the game. Okay, it's still going to be broken, but we at least would have caught up in a way that we'll have patch after patch after patch ready to go in the following days, rather than going, oh, we won't have a patch for you guys for three weeks. Yeah, true. So maybe that is what what happened there's a bit of fibbing going on about why it was delayed and how we don't have an Xbox copy yet. maybe the Xbox copy was just absolute on fire like maybe <laughs> maybe, know,
1: there, maybe there was the distribution issue originally which is why it got delayed and that's why Xbox was behind and then getting it through oh. maybe quality control at Xbox maybe that's why it was
0: yeah. Like uh, you know, I we, we don't base this game versus FIFA in terms of the looks and the like the general graphics and and things like that. What we're taking these guys town on is the absolute mess of a game that it's launched with. Yes. Like an absolute like like, nothing... I don't, I, I, like I don't care about the graphics. I just want a fun AFL game.
1: Nothing worked basically. Correct. And like there were there was a couple of aspects on launch that were fun. Like I liked the kicking. Handballs didn't work. But I liked the kicking. You could actually chip it around and I, I like, play I, I slow. Like, I like the set shot. Yeah, the goal kicking is awesome as well. While, while a little easy, it is really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I found especially there is a difference with left and right footers, and especially where you are kicking from, mm-hmm. and that you do Definitely. have to sort of aim the ball a bit more left or right, depending, etc. Um, things like this felt real good. Uh, the dribble kicks feel great and super easy to do as well. Yeah, um, I've, I've not
1: learnt them. I've done them accidentally a few times, but I don't know how to do them.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just fun doing a handball over the top and then dribble kicking through with the other guy, you know. Um, just things like that. So, yeah, there are some cool things there. Um, and it wasn't like, I think, AFL Evolution 1, where you could easily, on the run, do 60 metre torps straight. Oh yeah, yeah. in you can't do it, torps. Torps
1: are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was they playing a game. Be, I was playing a game be. before this podcast with Fremantle, and I t- tried to take a torp with five, probably about sixty out. It went out on the full.
0: Yeah, I remember. AFL evolution on the run, sixty out torps straight through the middle, like so easy. Um, so I'm glad that's harder to do, etc. But yeah, what what killed me is that when I started playing was that there was no tactics selection. Like, there was no, you know, being able to, you know, go man-on-man man or guard space or push-up or anything. Yeah, like
1: any... let use a zone or let yeah. players man up.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. And there was another bug with the low that it could be, like, a 26-way tie. Oh,
1: wait, what? <laughs> yes, I was just down a 26-way tie for the Brownlow. That's amazing. <laughs> could you imagine that in real life? 26 guys all lining
0: up to get their Charlies?
1: <laughs> they only have, like... How many spares would they have at the Bradlow? A couple, oh, right? Just in case.
0: Two, I reckon they'd have two others just in case. Yeah, yeah just in
1: case it was a three-way tie. Yeah, but... The odds years? of a two-way tie are ridiculous, so a three-way <laughs> would be like just in case.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like we had what, twos? Twos happened three or four times over the years?
1: We've had a couple of ties, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um...
1: <laughs> 26 30, tie. 20,
0: 26 players lining up there. Hamish still the speech
1: with like each
0: one. Like oh, the just...
1: speeches We'd have to, run, would have to run until 2, 3 in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> each player oh. would have a toast and oh, raise the and... glass.
0: It'd have to be a recount first. It'd have to be a recount first. They'd go, nah, dude, someone, someone has gone so wrong here. There is a 26-way tie. Every team's got two Bramley medalists up
1: there. Check the umpire's bank accounts. they got some oh, payments on
0: Imagine they're all from the one team.
1: <laughs> oh, just, oh that's just so dumb.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, but anyway, AFL 23... Um, Kyle's having a lot of fun with it though at the moment playing his Gold Coast Suns. He loves it, Um, (laughs) um, and um, I'm sure over the weeks to come uh, I'll bring this up in the podcast again as the game gets better. And I'll report back once they eventually add in pro team. Is the one I want to see. You know, I'm not I'm not that big on logo creation, Guernsey creation, or um, that's not me these days. I just like playing. Yeah, yeah, I, I just like playing my team, but. The pro team thing does excite me at the same time because it's like almost that, who, who do I get to put on my team? Yeah, you can
1: have, like, you could have Crips in your team, but then you could also have Sarong. And, like Yeah,
0: yeah. Or you could just keep getting absolute melons of players as well.
1: Oh, like, yeah, you could get Tabner.
0: Yeah, you could, you could have Tabner as your full forward. You could have Plowman as your full back. You could have, I don't know, you, you know, you're like, oh, oh. Uh, the times, the fun times ahead. Uh, but Nick, then,
1: uh, Nick Dacos and Crips in your midfield.
0: Uh, but then you can then, yeah, I think you could take that team online and play against other random teams too. So that's the excitement too on what team you'll be coming up against.
1: Yeah, and like they could be, that's a good point. It could be very mismatched. Like someone might have a lot of smalls. You might have yep. a lot of tools.
0: Yeah, or hackers could get into this game they could just have an all-Australian squad waiting for you. Oh, I, I, don't don't know. That. I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, alright. Uh, we should move on to the review now. Um, how long have we gone? Jeez, oh, yeah, we've taken out <laughs> 50 minutes already. Alright, so uh, let's roll into our review this week, which is Jedi Survivor. Fear and mistrust rule the galaxy. No, 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 wait! Look into the fire. It will warm you. Keep you company. But left unchecked, it will consume everything until there is only ash. Right, so Jedi Survivor, developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by EA Lucasfilm Games, is the follow-up to the 2000 and 18 Jedi
1: Fallen
0: Order. It's 18, yep. wasn't it? 18 or 19? Oh 18, god. Oh god. god. I, I did all this research before and then I didn't 18 write. 18 sounds it down. right. 18 sounds very right. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Nineteen. Nineteen. It was yep.
1: nineteen. Same year as Sekiro. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, November 15th, 2019. Anyway, so it's a follow-up to that, which um, was the uh, 3D... uh, uh, Sorry, third-person action-adventure Souls-like light um, game where you play as the Jedi. So you're playing as the Jedi in this game. Uh, uh, It was a new character made called Cal Kestis uh, and he's back in Jedi Survivor. So the first one was sort of like uh, kind of him... Finding out being, what being a Jedi is all about, etc. Well, this one is sort of him surviving as a Jedi, a Jedi survivor. But it's kind of it's kind of like that sort of uh, it's that middle chapter of the trilogy, I guess. Very much like Empire 100%, Strikes Back. Yes, uh, It just definitely feels like that.
1: It feels like they are going to end it with a trilogy, one hundred percent. And there was there was a book released. I didn't ever read it, but it was a book released okay. between. It's, it just covers the story because it's been a five years between Fallen Order and Survivor, so that's yeah. why characters okay. are like not everyone's there at first.
0: Yeah, correct. So the crew that you ended up with at the end of Fallen Order, they've all split up, um, and you're all. They're also sort of doing their own thing. But as stories have it, they all come back in contact. And sto- I'm not going to go into the story because I don't like spoiling stories. But um, uh, you know, there um, there are uh, bad jedis in the game as well um Mm because there's gotta be you know in in the first in in fallen oil it was mostly around the inquisitors this one sort of goes away from the inquisitors which actually surprised me i thought we're going to be around the inquisitor storyline still um but we sort of stepped away from that into a totally different storyline very different different, if you're a
1: star wars lore fan like me it's very exciting because it's it's an era that is being included here that is awesome, and I can't wait to see more from this era.
0: Okay, why well, are you saying like between the um uh, what is this between the prequels and the this original? This is between
1: movies. three and four, but there's yeah. some things in there that are High Republic,
0: yes, yes which there is some, yeah, a couple of hundred yeah. years
1: before the main yeah. films, the main yeah. saga,
0: yes, that's right, yeah, there's a lot of yeah, High Republic sort of law gets brought into it, etc. Uh, and this is all canon in the um, current Star Wars universe as well, by the way. So the, Yeah, the uh,
1: Disney Star Wars y-
0: universe. F- yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, like, let's start off with um, what the changes from the original. The original was um, a very, oh, I guess, you wouldn't call it a corridors-like game, because there was still exploration, but it was not open world as such.
1: No, it well, was definitely more linear.
0: Yeah. It's, it was very much like a Dark Souls game was designed, in a way. Yeah. Very well, actually, just,
1: yeah, very similar to Dark Souls level design, whereas, like, you would explore, but you always loop around back to previous areas that you had already explored.
0: Yes. Well, this one, there's a big hub world with some very big areas attached to it, which almost act like their own planets from the first one. Like, the plant, first one you went to, a lot of different planets. and this one, you do go to a couple, but not as many, and you spend a lot... Of time on the one planet, which is called Kobo. Um, this is where your base of operations is, which is in this little town there, uh, in this can- cantina, which you slowly upgrade. You bring. The cantina's in new, awesome. You, you bring in new patrons as you go through the game. Like there, eventually, there's like a DJ bot, and there's like a um, I don't know, some weird game upstairs you can play. There's a. Hollow hu- table. Yep, yeah, that's right. There's a bounty hunter that brings in that gives you bounties. Um, there's a garden on the rooftop that you can find different seeds and, and grow your own plants and you eventually find a gardener to bring in there as well to enhance your plants and things like that So, th- um, and then there's a few um, uh, what would you say currency exchanges in there as well that you unlock throughout the game so you find items, you bring them back exchange them for like um, cosmetics and, and, and things like that Um, there's
1: so much packed in here so like if you want to if you want to play through this game and just play the story you're going to get an excellent story but if you want to stop and actually explore there's so much packed in here to do like kobo is an awesome place to explore and it's definitely the biggest place to explore in the game but everywhere you go and explore it always feels like you're going to be rewarded with something whether it be a new hairstyle Mm -hmm. a new bit of clothing a new lightsaber hilt Mm
0: mm-hmm yeah well what I've liked what they've done this time like so in the original I remember going through Fallen Order and you'd find a box the amount of times that it was a hilt for a lightsaber or a switch for <laughs> a lightsaber or a poncho uh,
1: yes or I'm so poncho. glad the poncho I know the actor doesn't like that the poncho is gone Cameron Monaghan yeah, yeah. But I'm so glad the poncho is gone
0: uh, Oh my god, just the amount of ponchos you found in the original game, and this time you find all sorts of clothing, which is great. Then, also hairstyles and facial hair as well. The you customization's have, amazing. You can have a very cool mullet and moustache combo going. I
1: never found the mullet, I'm try- still trying to find it. It's, it's on- right
0: near the start, I haven't found it either. I messaged someone and said, where's the mullet? And they're like, it's right near the start of the game and when you get the Kobo, I'm like what Oh, wow okay they they mean, said it was one of the first things they found okay I'm gonna have to have a look yeah because
1: I Michael has got just basically a buzz cut not a buzz cut but like a you know a comb over Especially mm. the same hair but he's got a, a, a filthy mustache and I love it
0: uh I, I went with the um the sort of shaggy hair big beard look
1: oh yeah I still haven't found the big beard either that's what yeah, I really kind, kind
0: of almost like obi- wan look ah yes. if that makes sense because you know he's on the run and all that sort of thing so he doesn't have time to, to, like to for the
1: i want to find the the man bun and the and, and i'm happy i got the mo because that's a bit like me
0: oh i was using the man bun actually a lot too and and the beard as well yeah so because i'm like
1: yeah. i'm at 100 on some planets and i'm at 90 on the other planets and i still haven't found the man bun or the mullet i'm like where are they
0: right okay yeah um I don't, I'm not really sure, but, oh, another thing they've added is mounts. So, in some areas, you can find these mounts. And, uh, sorry, my Facebook is going off in the background now. I don't know if that's coming through um, or not, but I've got to turn that off. Right. So, there's there's all these different mounts um, you can get this time. I don't know what they're called. There's just very strange-looking creatures. <laughs> that's yeah. all I've got to say. Yeah, there's... You, you...
1: Yep. I don't know what the species of the species they are called, but there is the the bird-like creatures that act as a bit like a glider to get mm-hmm. you down from a high point and explore. Like you, you, you get a nice vantage from up there.
0: Mm-hmm. You can
1: see where you want to go next, or like it gets you to a, a collectible or something like that.
0: Mm. Um. Yeah. So the, there's um. Yeah. There's all those. Um. And okay. Well, let's talk a bit about. I guess the the combat. So it's a very we say Dark Souls-like combat, and it is, but it's on the light version of that. Light In version, that...
1: and it's a bit more like Sekiro than, than Souls. Like, it's a lot more based around the parrying
0: yeah. and blocking
1: rather than dodging.
0: Yeah, 100%. hundred percent. I, f- I found playing this, the parry window is very generous. Very generous. Very generous. Very, <laughs> very generous. Very, very generous that it doesn't I don't know really if that feels... changes.
1: I think it changes, obviously, the higher difficulty you get. So if you go up to Grandmaster, it's a bit a bit more challenging.
0: Yeah. Uh, what difficulty did you play on, by the way? I
1: played on just the normal middle of the line. I think it's Jedi Knight.
0: Yeah, same. Um On the original, I actually went through it on hard, um, which yeah, was re- I, which was really I didn't good. But I did
1: think I did Grandmaster on Fallen Order, but I think I did. Yeah, the hard one.
0: Yeah. Well, this time I went. I'm just gonna go normal because I knew it was a bigger game, and I I don't know. I just didn't have the patience to really like push the difficulty up and do all that and I was was okay with that but yeah so the combat is again lightsaber combat and force powers uh but this time there are a bunch of different lightsaber stances they're called five different stances in the game which is different ways of using your lightsaber pretty much or lightsabers we should say so in the original you had just a lightsaber you had the um what did you call it the double-ended one
1: the double blade Oh, yeah, double-ended double lightsaber.
0: Yeah, double-ended lightsaber, and then the special, right at the end of the thing, I'm going to say, it, where you get two lightsabers, you know.
1: You can dual-wield.
0: Yeah, you can dual-wield, right? And there was a special thing near the end of the game. At this time, that's actually a proper stance from the start. You can have dual-wielding, you yeah. can have double-ended, but then, and of course the normal, they've also now added in um, blaster, where you hold the lightsaber in one hand and a blaster in the other hand. That's cool,
1: yeah. Like- and
0: my favourite... Let me guess. Yes!
1: That was my favourite as well.
0: For those that have seen Force Awakens, etc. Kylo Ren's lightsaber had the extra cross guard, I guess, on it, of of light coming out. Uh, And I wanted that in the first one so bad, and when they didn't have it, I was sad. When they had the trailer for this and showed off the crossguard, I couldn't wait. And that was was my go-to. The crossguard was my go-to, boy. It it
1: felt awesome as well. It felt so heavy.
0: Yeah, it had that heavy weapon feel, but it just looks so awesome at the same time. It's like a longer yeah. saber. You have the cross guard to it. Um, but then, yeah, each of these different stances have their own special moves and the lightsaber feels different for each one. Like Some might be better, Like the um, double blade's very good for lots of enemies. While like the, the cross guard is actually a very good defensive one, but also hits the hardest. Which, yeah. And then the blast one is great for range. Range combat, which is yeah, you know, being able to just it's shoot a, your blaster. Yeah, a, I
1: think it's a bit less, like it's a little weaker and all that, but you, it's mainly for defensive, like
0: yeah, yeah, ex- ex- exactly. So yeah, um, and then you can choose two of these stances to sort of switch between in combat. So you can't switch between all five whenever you want. Um, so you normally take, you know, maybe one that hits hard and maybe a defensive one, depending or a crowd controlling one. You sort of switch out between the both. And then you've also got force powers, so you can force push and pull, and then also mind control some um, units as well.
1: Yeah. I love that it didn't, it treated the game like you've played it before. And so you had some of the abilities from Fallen Order at the beginning. Yes. And like, so you basically, the abilities you're finding are new. Yes. You basically had the force push and force pull at the start.
0: Yeah, yeah. Exactly, it was great to have all that sort of starting sort of thing. They just give you your lightsabers real quickly, and they keep it pretty simple in the tutorial style. Like it wasn't because a lot of times, right? For example, Horizon Zero Dawn into Forbidden West. Oh no, Aloy's lost oh, all her yeah. equipment.
1: It, is it what's the word like amnesia? They just forget.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's always interesting. And look, another interesting one would be. How do they go from Breath of the Wild into Tears of the Kingdom?
1: I'm sure we're keeping... uh, Maybe that'll be story, because in the trailers we've seen Link without an arm, so maybe that's going to be something.
0: Mm. But it's it's, it's always a very interesting thing how a game developer will tackle this. How do we make your character not as strong as the original? Well, they didn't actually make Cal any weaker. They pretty much just buffed everything else up.
1: Correct. Everything felt stronger. stronger. The everything world felt- looks the world, and which makes sense story-wise as well because it's five more years into this story. So the Empire is obviously probably got a way more of a stronghold
0: mm-hmm. in
1: the galaxy at this point. So everything would be stronger, which makes sense. Cal would stay the same, and he's yeah. still now getting stronger as well.
0: Yes, correct. Yeah. So yeah, he's getting strong. He's learning more about the Force and and all this sort of sort of stuff. And you get so you can level up throughout the game. Like in the original, you get skill points. You can put them into different skills. Um, I felt nothing was really overpowered that much in terms of the skill trees. Yeah, really. really. Um, yeah. So it was just based on what you like. So, you know, I threw the points into extra health, extra force, energy, and all that, and then I went and started putting them into different skills. So I was using the crossguard a lot, so I ended up filling that tree quite a bit, um, et cetera. Even though I didn't use every skill, I was just like, oh, yeah, I am enjoying this weapon. I didn't feel disadvantaged or anything like that. Nothing felt broken or overpowered. Um. But yeah, like uh, the, the graphics, you know, is what you'd expect. You know, um, I actually had a lot of glitches in mind, though. Yeah, I, I had a few. I had a lot of. Oh, I don't know, It's really weird. It was like you'd be sitting there in a cutscene, right? And mm-hmm. suddenly all the textures would go very
1: smooth. Mm, the textures would go smooth. I had a heap of graphical glitches like that.
0: Mm. So what, what were you on? Yeah, going I was gonna
1: say, what were you. Yeah, what, I was on the Series X,
0: I was on the Series S.
1: Okay, so from what I've heard, the Series X was the best platform to play on. PC had a bunch of issues, PlayStation oh, had a bunch of issues, yep. and the yeah. S had a few issues. And the, the X was mostly good, but I still had, yeah, graphical bugs, I had crashes.
0: Yep. Yeah, 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 I, I had a heap of crashes. Uh, the, the smooth thing happening, uh, the only way to get rid of it was to pretty much restart the Xbox, quit out of the game, sort of thing. Uh, the PC version. Uh, which i i didn't get this bug but the pcp would did I, um in cutscenes, uh, the game would just grab around a random bit of audio from that cutscene, just repeat it over and over and over and over, and over yes top. yeah um, <laughs> i didn't see really, that which is really really bad um but yeah um yeah unfortunately it was marred by a lot of things like that um but yeah, I, I guess we should wrap up this review because we are going quite over time at the moment. Can you give us your final thoughts and a score out of 10, please?
1: So my final thoughts on Zero Survivor, I loved it. I loved it. I liked it a lot more than Fallen Order. I felt like it took everything that Fallen Order did and expanded on those and made it better. The story, as, a, as again, as a Star Wars lore guy, was amazing. Like, it fits the world, and I can't wait to see how... Because it, it feels like a trilogy, you can't wait to see how this wraps up. Um... Oh, yeah, again, a few issues, but overall, I'd give it a... I think I'd give it a 9 out of 10.
0: Okay, yep. Yep, well, for me, um, the glitches hampered a lot for me. Um, I actually felt, in some ways, that combat was a little clunkier this time than Fallen Order. I don't know why. It just didn't feel as on point as Fallen Order did for me. When I played Fallen Order the first time, it felt very clean, responsive. I just didn't feel that as much this time. Um... I'm not really sure why, but it just didn't resonate as much with me. Um, I think I preferred the closed levels rather than the open world style that they went with in this one. And that, that's just a, mm. a, a me preference, that I preferred the level design in one than two. Um, I, I hope we get a three. I really want to see a three. I want to see him finishing it, finish it off with a trilogy. And I, want to, leave yeah, it, I need
1: to see this trilogy finished.
0: And and sort of leave it at that. Um, maybe, you know, maybe explore some more dark side stuff, etc. Uh, that would be perfect. I feel Cal hadn't been, even though he had, gets tested quite a bit, I don't know, as much as others have in the Star Wars world, if that makes sense. he's He sort of, he does get
1: tested in this game a bit. Yeah. No spoilers, of course, but he, no, he but... has to face a few, you know, tribulations.
0: Yeah. Um, and also, look, um, I'm not going to deduct points of this. I just want a red lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> look, you I can mean... have all the different colours you can't have red. I know why you can't have red. Yeah.
1: The, the only time you, well, the only time you can get it is in New Game Plus,
0: essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It just would have been fun because cross guard red lightsaber anyway um, but yeah I, I'll give this an 8.4 I think it's an awesome game still like it's, it's top notch it's, games just it's unfortunately Star Wars
1: games unfortunately
0: really it's just the glitches that really took it out of me it was like oh, every time it would happen you yeah, know it which was is a, fair. That, was, that was a big big downer for me but you know hopefully next time if we get a part 3 or well, when we get a part 3 because it definitely feels like that story is not finished It still feels like we've got another you know act in the thing to go um definitely uh we will um yeah it will um they'll fix up those little things with the graphics and that you know i still think they'll do a very solid job uh and that was uh jedi survivor no more looking over your shoulder a place that's worth fighting for no matter the cost Wrapping up the episode now, we're towards the end. We're going to do the lame-loving hype train in a minute. But before all that, Dylan, where can everyone find you and follow you? Uh, they, so,
1: the main one is at, obviously, twitch.tv forward slash DopeyDill. And I mainly go by DopeyDill or It's DopeyDill on all social platforms as well.
0: Fantastic. Uh, as always, uh, Game Train, you can find uh, Game Train Twitch. I haven't been streaming at the moment. I'm going to probably do some Zelda streams. And then I'll be doing a soft reboot of my stream into Diablo 4 uh, come launch. And we'll be doing a lot of content then. So, I'll be adding some more Diablo-themed stuff into my streams, etc. Uh, so, the uh, channel points will be back, etc. Um, yeah, and all that. So, I've got a bunch of stuff I'm working on in the background at the moment. Saving it up to launch for then. But yeah, before that, I'll probably do some just some normal streams of Zelda. Because it feels like... I, well, I never got to stream Breath of the Wild. I wasn't streaming back then so just, this will be something different um, uh, Twitter, I'm always on there at Game Train Talk. that's where I'll mostly be if you ever want to DM me about anything regarding the podcast whatever, probably do so through there I'll generally respond through that. that's where I spend most of the time now um, and then of course you can find us at Facebook, facebook.com slash Uh and also um, we're on Podbean, uh, Spotify iTunes etc, so you can find all the old episodes there all right, so uh, let's wrap this one up, Dylan, but we're going to go into the lame, love, and hype trains first. First up is... Lame Train. What is your lame train, Dylan?
1: My lame train, so far, would be the Silk Song News. Uh, I, yeah. It's... I was really hoping... Because, well, obviously, yeah, like we said, at the last Xbox showcase last year, they said everything there would be released in the next 12 months. We gradually got the news that things didn't. So, like, Forza was the first one. That was, that's coming out later this year. And then, obviously, Starfield. So, I thought, I still had hope that maybe Silk Song would hit that 12-month window. But, no. unless it's going to be, mm. fingers crossed, later half of the year. Hopefully not next year.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, mine's exactly the same. The song delay—it had to be. Like that's the it's... lamest, lamest thing of this this time is uh, the song delay. I'm, I'm sad. I get it, but I'm, I'm sad. It's been, in, as I said, development longer than Hollow Knight. We know ha- how good Hollow Knight was, and I think that's what hurts—that we know how good Hollow Knight was, and we know they're going to have another gem here, and we can't play it yet. and It's been pushed back further. Yeah, it's um... for sure, for sure. Oh, it's, I just want to I'm get... sure it's going
1: to be just as big as Hollow Knight.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's going to be massive when it drops. It's going to be massive. And then, and then our bosses and all that sort of stuff. And it'll be nice that people can then what? Well, hopefully, people. Well, they probably still will, but over the summer games first, Microsoft conference, etc., coming out in the next couple of weeks, people stop flooding the comments with Silk Song question mark.
1: Do still? Oh yeah. 100 percent. It. Oh, it's just going to be all the chat.
0: Yeah. Or GTA Six.
1: Or oh, GTA Six.
0: Or Ooh, GTA. Will we 6. see
1: GTA Six?
0: No. Rockstar do something on their own. Yeah. Okay. No actually, way. Actually, no yeah, that way sounds, would they. Yeah.
1: That sounds like Rockstar. They they always do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their It'll own be this thing. year. They always live by their own rules.
0: It'll be this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, probably a bit later in the year. Because I, I still reckon.
1: think GTA 6 is next year, late next year.
0: I think I think what we'll see is GTA 6. I'll announce it. It'll be for quarter four next year, like that October release that they love to release stuff in. I think then middle of the next year gets pushed back into the following year.
1: Early twenty-five, do you reckon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah,
0: I think that's exactly what we're gonna see, and it's a shame, but if we hadn't gotten the original launch trailer in twenty-two after the big leaks happened, then yeah, I would have said they it, it would have gone with twenty-three. We would have seen it in twenty-four, but I think I think it won't be till twenty-five now. I think it's uh, unless they're that confident and surprise us all and go six months.
1: It's, that would be ridiculous.
0: Oh, my God. It's like, all right, <laughs> Ze- all right Zelda, come on. Let, Rockstar let's... don't really roll yep. like that, though, right? No, so it's... no. God, no. No way. All right. Let's roll into the love train. All right. What is your love train this week? Love train? It's Jedi Survivor. Oh, yeah.
1: I Again, I know we just reviewed it, but I love it. Um, I spent all day today before this podcast just going back and exploring things I'd missed and yeah. exploring Kobo I've had so much fun with it I get like I say everywhere like I at one point I just went into this like almost dungeon and I thought okay this is gonna be a little chest in here or something it turned into a full a massive like almost side quest
0: wow nice and
1: it gives you like a, it gives you an actual like level up item almost
0: oh wow okay nice that's cool that's very cool. That's, um, what,
1: that's what made me think, like, okay, it's so rewarding to just, like, every, you see, like, a little cave. Might be nothing, might be just a chest with a customizable thing, or you might find this full side quest. That's what I love about yeah. that.
0: Nice. I'm expecting a lot of that in uh, Tears of the Kingdom.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, all right, mine is having Dylan on the podcast. Oh. You, you're, you're, my, you're, you're the love train, and I've got I've... a... Poly- I've got to apologize because I was going to do a very nasty troll on you tonight. Oh, no. But I'll tell you what it is. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> I was going to do it, and then I'm like, I've got Dylan the podcast. Can't do it to him anymore.
1: I was going to uh, say because I've now done a podcast with you and the lyrical. So it's like, I've yes, done one with yeah. both members of the podcast now. This is awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, can't, can't do it to him after he's jumped in here and, and we've gotten this one out because we I really need to get this one out this week because it would have pushed a lot of stuff back next week with Zelda and everything else. It would have been a a mess um so very thankful what i was going to do and i'd noticed you had a very nice little channel redeem of uh pick a game
1: oh yes i remember this and okay, i was gonna really mention that
0: i was gonna sit there and wait until the tears of the kingdom launch because i was pretty certain you're gonna do a midnight stream your time or 9 p.m time or whatever i think it's and, 10 yeah yeah and i was going to request use that redeem and request breath of the wild
1: that would be evil The thing is, I don't even know where my Breath of the Wild is. That's what's the worst part.
0: This will be hilarious. This will be
1: hilarious. Oh my god. I'm so glad you haven't. I'm I'm so glad you haven't done this. I'm like,
0: fuck, it's too harsh. I'm like, it's a funny troll, though. (laughs) I might have to go disable that channel redeem just for tonight. It's the same world and everything. You'd just be sitting there the whole time for an an hour or whatever you have to play the game for, right?
1: So, I yeah. mean, hey, it would give me a good refresher of the world.
0: That That's so true, because then you could jump in the new one and go, that's different. But um, exactly. you the whole time you would instantly go, fuck, could have been playing the new one. <laughs> could have <laughs> been playing the new one, please. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to do it. I, I, I hit the 10k points the other day. I had to subscribe to get it over the 10k points as well.
1: Hey, thanks for the subscribe subscri-
0: i'm sorry Yeah, so i'm not gonna do it but um, it would have at the same time you, you can appreciate the troll right like it, yeah like yeah but it's evil but it'd be it, funny it's, it's, it's evil but um just because it was breathable any other game it wouldn't work with it'd be just done no but because of, Breath of it's
1: because it's the sequel that we've been waiting for for uh,
0: but yeah years, it, five it's five like years. in the next couple of hours, maybe just jump back on Breath of the Wild and have a look at the world before you jump it You have to find it. To
1: get... I don't. I genuinely don't know where it is. we I've I've recently, because I've oh, put really? my new desk in, my new PC, I've had to clean up, yeah. remove a lot of shelving and everything. So I packed a lot of the games into a box. Yep. And so I don't know where, Breath. it's in one of them. There's two boxes of games and I don't know, what it's in one of them.
0: Well, um, when I got my Breath of the Wild out the other day, because I was having a look as well, um, I found my Mario Kart cartridge.
1: That's right. It was in your Switch.
0: That's hilarious. Mm. Yeah, because most of my stuff's digital. Like, I hadn't opened that cartridge thing probably years.
1: Oh, yeah, so, true. Yeah, I buy um, digital now as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's roll on to the hype train. I figured this is going to be a very easy one.
1: A very so, easy one? I yeah. think we might have the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, Zelda. Zelda Tears the, of the Tears Kingdom. of the
1: Kingdom is out tonight.
0: Yep, you get one. Oh. You get a new Zelda game about every five to six years now, so it's always, it's always a good time. I, I guess what drops the height level just the slightest on this is that we know we're going to the same sort of map world that we did last time, because normally every time of a Zelda game, it's different.
1: Yeah, but so, I trust I trust Onuma San to, but, you know. I they, yeah. they trust they're going to make so many changes to this world and new things. I, and, like, we haven't seen... I don't think we've seen shrines, like, in the, any of the trailers. Oh, okay, yep. I don't know if they're completely gone. I reckon,
0: like... it, I reckon they'd be back. They'd be doing similar things. it will be similar things to Breath of the Wild, but I think expanded on... Like, you are saying with um, Survivor and Fallen Order, that I think they'll expand on a lot of things. Uh, it'd just be cool to explore again. And yeah, it's like, I feel this is going to be like how Majora's Mask is to Ocarina this is going to be. Mm, It definitely,
1: yeah, it definitely feels like this generation of that, like this generation's Ocarina to Majora's, like, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Obviously a longer turnaround,
0: but. Well, actually I was watching a developer's thing on Breath of the Wild, uh, yesterday and. It turns out Tears of the Kingdom has been in development longer than Breath of the Wild was. Wait, really? Yep. I know, I remember seeing something just
1: before this podcast saying that the Sky Islands that we're seeing in Tears of the Kingdom were originally designed for Breath of the Wild. But due, really? to, the Wii, due to the Wii U's limitations, because they had to still release it on the Wii U, because that's what yeah. they promised it on originally. That's why I bought a Wii U, because I'm like, we're going to get a new Zelda on there. And then eventually got pushed back and pushed back that they released a complete new console. So they still had to release it on the Wii U, and but obviously, yeah, the Wii U's hardware was too outdated, so they had to mm-hmm. cut the Sky Islands, but that's why they're back now in uh, Tears of the ah,
0: ah, right, okay. That's interesting. I wonder how you would have gotten up there in the original then.
1: Yeah, probably the same. I would imagine the same sort of way, like wind, maybe wind.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no, it will uh, be a good time. It will be a good, good time. All right, we're going to wrap the podcast up there, folks. Thank you again, Dylan, so much for hanging out. All good. All and good. jumping on. Kyle, I hope you're having fun as the Gold Coast Suns. Yep, how about the Brisbane Lions? I can't wait to hear about all about it next episode, Kyle, about your, your Gold Coast Suns shenanigans. Uh, you're loving it. Uh, and, yeah, next episode, Kyle should be back, and we're going to do the review on Tears of the Kingdom. Um it should be a should be a good time. Should be a good time. All right. I look um. forward to that one. <laughs> All right folks, until next time, this has been Game Trade.